and welcome to Wrestling and Oh my god, it's been so long. It's it's been a couple weeks, three weeks, something like that. But today we are talking about none other than wrestling and bad wrestling. And let me tell you, yes, yes. If you're a fan, you've seen it. If you're not a fan, you've probably still seen it. Uh, you know, we try to ignore it, we try not to talk about it, but sometimes bad wrestling can be so bad that it's actually good. Or maybe it's one of those things where I don't know what it is, but I know it when I see it, right? Yeah, yes. Oh, you know it when you see it, that's for sure. And, you know, when wrestling is so bad that it's good, often that's when bad wrestling can really shine. But then again, it's not just the matches. We've seen promos devolve from big dudes yelling into... Or just storylines, yeah. Yeah, we've seen writing that is so senseless it defies all logical explanation. So join us on this journey this journey of bad wrestling but before we set off on the yellow brick road with throw up on it and stuff like that let's see how hollywood in ring art justin is justin are you there i am here i guess it really has and of course you know so much has happened since then so much has happened you and i are different people at this point every day we become different people but um cells yeah i actually um launched a website oh was, shit so now if you go to inringart.com okay you, you all my stuff is on there i think tell I've me what putting, the people are going to see on inringart.com as an audio podcast explain to a blind person what is on the website well i have to explain the whole concept of a website and the internet right how um, does the internet work well um, I have all my drawings, like about 200 of my drawings for sale on there um, that I've been putting up day by day. I have a link to my Tea Republic shop and then also to our podcast right there in the home. There you go. Everything he's involved in. Uh, how, how many drawings have you done altogether? Is it 200? It's way more than that, to be honest with you. Um, not everything's posted? Not everything's posted. I probably would say I probably have in a range of probably in the boxes that I keep below this desk, filing boxes, I probably have about 300 drawings in that, give or take. Wow. Is it like a comic book box, where they, how they store comic books? A long no, box? No, it's just a, a like a plastic file box, and I have files yeah. in there, like uh, organized by like federation and stuff. That's how they're organized, by the different where they wrestled? So I'll have a new NJPW like file, uh, WWF, uh, AEW. Now, if there's a transfer like like Jeff Hardy, do you move the... Uh, no, if I start drawing them afterwards, or it's from when they were clearly in that place, then, I, then I'll put it there oh. too. So it might have people in different places. Like... John Moxley with the U.S. title is going to be a New Japan uh, folder. But Dean Ambrose um, with the U.S. title is going to be in the WWE yes. file. Yeah, and I have a modern WWE category. And, classic. and then I have like a miscellaneous and indie. Yeah, like I, I, I would think other. That way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or like Legends or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I try and keep it a little organized that way, just so if someone wants to buy one, I can find it. <laughs> this is if it's one that it's very similar to how I organize my adult films. I mean, you know, by right. by fetish. So I mean, I can definitely see 
you know, a, a lot. Cause, and, you know, that's how they do it in Chatsworth, by the way. Yes. So, um, I, I used to live there. Well, then, we talked about. then you know. Uh, just uh, some, you know, life stuff on the side. Justin's been uh, rooting for the Kings recently to advance to the playoffs. You've been going yeah. to the games. That's been part of the delay, I guess. But, how do you, uh, how do you yeah. feel? How do you feel about the Kings' chances right now? The chances, I mean, you know, we'll see. I mean, I'm not expecting them to win, but I, I think they can. They've won twice in Edmonton already, so why not another time? They do definitely and, seem slightly not as good as the other team, from what I've seen. Well, I'm just the other you. team is they have like two of the best players in the league, and but the Kings are a little deeper. In terms of just balance, um, but Edmonton's a team that can they can just kind of score at any time. Well, the Kings are this young team that are kind of ahead of schedule in terms of their rebuilding. Oh, so okay. I'm we're we're in really that phase. Happy. Yeah, they're really outside of their four like veterans that were on the Stanley Cup win, uh, winning teams. They're all really, really, really young players. So, okay, kind of not a lot of people were expecting them to make the playoffs this year, and, and they, they did. did. They did. And that's to me, that's been great. So I, I'm not really like upset at them losing the, uh, the first round because I really didn't even expect them to get there. To be honest, I'll tell you, I'm I really watched. With the I watched part of the. Making. I watched part of their game where they were went what, two to zero or was it four to zero where they beat they shut out where they went four nothing yeah four nothing. I gotta say that crowd is pretty intense down there in Los Angeles. Maybe that's just a hockey thing in general, and it is the playoffs, you know. But those dudes the were Kings. loud. The Kings have some uh, pretty loyal fans. Yeah. It's not like, you know, the Lakers, but the, they're definitely louder than Laker fans because more of the people that go are actually there to watch the game, not for the social situation. Yeah, not not just like, oh, I went to a Lakers game, so I, yeah. I got you. But uh, it, w- it was pretty cool. And I do like the uh, Kings air horn they are or, or right. alarm or what what is it called the, the goal horn or goal whatever horn? when they score yeah it, it, it's like i'm not one of those weirdos that uh, will go on youtube yeah. and listen to each you know every one but right. uh they have a pretty interesting one so there you go um the kings so we're going to talk about bad wrestling uh justin have you ever seen any bad wrestling before well definitely yeah and it doesn't just take place in a ring doesn't take place. Yeah, we're saying wrestling, but it's not just wrestling. It's everything involved in the business that can go real sideways. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't hit you two years later that, oh, my God, that was so bad. <laughs> I mean, well, especially if you're a kid, something that you, you're yeah. like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then years later, you're like, that is the worst performance. Yeah. Right. So that's Hulk what I'm Hogan saying. Hogan comes to mind. A lot of it is just stuff that doesn't age well. Yeah. So I think that'll be a big factor. But then there's just a lot of stuff that was bad at the time. And then just, uh, I mean, when we start talking about the shocker and stuff like that, you know, uh, late 2000s right. WCW. And, and you know, if, if, you're, if, if you've been in the wrestling spheres for a while, like a lot of this stuff uh, you guys have heard of. Um, but, you know, we're filing it away. Justin and I want to talk about everything ever involved in wrestling, and that's the point of this podcast. You really can't talk wrestling until you start talking about what I would call the dark side of the ring. I made that term up. And that is uh, bad. Never heard it? That's yeah, very Yeah, and that's bad bad wrestling, and it's been going on forever. So first of all, let's talk about, like, 
you know, styles change, stuff doesn't hold up. They, some shit's, styles clash, too. Styles clash, yep. Uh, wow, we're making up some cool shit today. But, uh, like, talk about how, like, you know, wrestling changes over time, and so some old stuff that was good back then might not be so good nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I bet you there's a lot of things that you can pick out from the Attitude Era that didn't age well and were kind of bad wrestling. Um, the whole Kai and Tai Val Venus thing, right? Yeah, something some we, we have mentioned. It's almost become famous on this show, but I chopped you off your pee Yeah, it was a terrible angle, a real yeah. stupid, tone-deaf, like trying to get kids, young boys to watch the show and laugh, South Park-esque. Uh, just terrible, yeah. Bad stuff. Yeah, it, it you know... It's just, you know, I remember watching it and, you know, as a teenager, right? And legit just being, oh my God, that's, you know, like I was a fan of Alvina's back then, I'll be honest. Yeah. And I liked you're it. being, we thought it was legit, like, you know, like, it just like, oh man, that pissed me off. Why are they, you know, it's like, <laughs> it, damn, it they're going to chop off. his dick off, dude. That sucks. Um, you know, media, and we've talked about this, but at the Attitude Era, media in general had that edge to it. That was what was popular, but, uh, yeah, wrestling definitely took it way too far to the point where it's embarrassing uh, to look back at. When I think, though, I'll say this, when I think of, like, things that have changed, you know, that aren't good anymore, that were good, maybe, I think a lot of, like, 80s wrestling, you know? It's like, it was kind of hot at the time, but, like, some of the stuff you go back and watch, and just, some of it is real fucking boring, man. <laughs> well, you're talking about maybe, like what the early 80s stuff or something early or to mid 80s i'm talking like jobber matches on like you know some of those world world class or, or excuse me like wcw jobber matches and stuff like that i'm talking about even in the japan in the 80s you had matches that would constantly end in count outs double count outs right. double oh my god it's like I, I i think you know at that time though i think there was still a presentation of it means somewhat real yeah yeah there and there maybe, was and you know you know it was like you would have those old wrestling matches in the 40s and 50s where they would literally just be kind of what some of these ufc fights are where they're just kind of snuggling with each other and rolling around the mat for a while yeah yeah and i think there was just like a degree of realism that they had to protect it with and i guess for some people that was kind of super boring but at the time if we were you know it wasn't just like how i thought the valvinus angle was it uh elicited emotions out of me not thinking oh my god this is terrible but like you know it made me angry like oh my god the the, the baby face is in trouble here you know what i mean so it's just, just you know we're talking about not aging well i guess one form of wrestling wrestling that is like milk you know as time yeah. goes by um, some of it, yeah, definitely. The, uh, one form of what could be considered bad wrestling, even though at the time it, it you know, it it was kind of fine, you know. But um, and I, I do want to make one thing to say is that uh, everyone knows this if you've been listening. Justin and I are lapsed fans, so we missed yeah. out on the whole TNA of the mid two thousands, which supposedly was just a treasure trove of terrible, terrible shit. Yeah, I mean, I would check in periodically 
And even the WWE from that era of like what 2005 to 2009 was ale- allegedly really really bad because I would check in here and there just to see what was going on and uh, you know not be able to get through very much of it. So yeah, and I I don't blame you for that, man. Um, so talking about like you know we talk about bad matches, bad angles, and stuff that hasn't aged well. Um, but, you know, wrestling is a activity that is based on individuals. And so you look at historically bad wrestlers. And, you know, we have trailblazers, right? Uh, current, you know, people like Toriano and Danhausen who are really showing, you know, how bad wrestling can be. Um, I, I haven't seen Danhausen wrestle, and I hear he's not bad. I haven't seen. I've never actually never seen a Danhausen. Well, match me, ne- me neither. But I mean, I, just everything else kind of. I think he's really a trailblazer for bad bad wrestling. Um, so. But I, I've never seen him wrestle. Well, I guess we did say how storylines, but I I don't know. I don't. To me, I think. I think bad wrestling has to be something that's kind of presented as good wrestling. Or a main, like, Toriano isn't, like, a main star, and either is Danhausen. They're little side clowns. They're presented to you as bad wrestlers. So so you're saying that, like, it has to be one of those things where, like, the wrestlers aren't really in on the joke on how fucking bad shit is. Right, Like, they're actually trying hard. Yeah, they're trying, like, it's something that's presented as not, you know what I mean, like, Toriano, he is the com- he is supposed to be the bad wrestler and the comic relief on a card, and Dan Housen the same thing. No one's gonna take them as like a serious wrestler. So, to me, it's almost like to call that bad wrestling is almost too easy. I, but I think I'm talking you're about, ripping up my gimmick here, bro. Like I always talk shit about him. You know, I was right. being sarcastic. But I'm just saying, Won't you just let me call them bad? Well, I, gu- I guess too deep. are you talking? You're sorry, calling him kayfabe bad. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, they suck. But uh, those guys aren't the first. Um, talk about, and, and I'll prompt you here. But when you think of like now, na- and I know, and look, I know you're a nice guy, Justin, and we get into this thing of like, well, I wouldn't say anything bad about that person and stuff. But this is the episode where we are going to do that. Uh, what wrestlers that are active nowadays or in the last few years are wrestlers that you were like oh yeah that guy just kind of sucks or girl um i definitely know there's some for sure should i start prompting you how about nia Jax? yeah she's terrible um not only you know just to other she hurts other people so that's really bad not on purpose yeah um braun Strowman's terrible you th- you think Braun Strowman is terrible? I I never I I saw him as just doing his thing, you know. He I, he seemed like a little cooler than almost almost. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are telling me almost is is good, but I am not impressed. I, they, no. I don't know. It's like, when they get the big stiff guys that can't really do anything. It just I just you know like Kali. I mean, come on, Kali. Right? Get giant no, Gonzalez. No. That yeah. now that what a waste. Yeah, that is a waste. real bad, real fucking bad wrestler. And honestly, who's that? The the, the big guy they have with AEW now with Sing. Yeah, like yeah, less of that, please. 
you know, it almost makes you appreciate Paul White so much more <laughs> when you think about these big no, dudes and how often. I wouldn't, uh, you know, Paul White wasn't a stiff. You no, know? I'm saying that it makes you appreciate him more because he was such a yeah. big guy and he was actually good, you know, right. as opposed to all these others. Satnam Singh is his name, by the way. But, right. uh, yeah, almost, so the, the big guy curse, and that's always been a, you bring in a big guy, and the reason you bring in a big guy is for one reason, because he's big, right? Oh uh, yeah, I thought, you know what? Honestly, it's there's not a lot of big men that I've been a fan of. Uh, Andre the Giant was another guy, probably not a great wrestler, but there was still something about him that made him like well legendary. Def, def, definitely, he's actually had some good matches though. I'm not gonna lie. Before when he was a little more limber, um, right? But he was one of those people that was just bigger. Uh, then you know what i mean like he was just big that was his yeah. gimmick like he's fucking huge you know right and that yeah that obviously wrestling is an athletic deal here and that's been something in wrestling forever right the big guy that's just a normal type of thing and i'm not talking about ryback um yeah. who was another <laughs> who's another person that might oh, yeah. be garbage. easily yeah. added to the list um garbage person garbage wrestler yeah like that's just that's all around, yeah. all around. And honestly, I, see, you're, you want to get really deep with me. I'm going to talk Ultimate Warrior, terrible. I mm. never liked Hogan. Uh, was terrible. Um, there was some bad wrestler. One of my favorite bad wrestlers was probably Sid. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He, he was terrible, but I liked his his promos and his like presentation. But he was a terrible wrestler. I mean, Lex seen- Luger was a terrible wrestler. Was Lex Luger a terrible wrestler? I, I haven't watched yeah. enough of him to really... I know that they wanted the dude to take over Hulk Hogan's role, but uh, Lex Luger had a weird-looking face. I always thought that since I was a kid. Like, he looks weird. Like, real weird. And uh, he just... He, but, but you know, Hulk Hogan, though, has just tons of charisma, dude. Oh, no. I mean, he definitely, you know, is... He put wrestling on the map. But you mean in the honest, ring... But. Yes, he did suck. Ring. He had yeah. a fucking All leg drop as a same. finish. But then again, I don't really think matches weren't as important. Yeah, match then. quality was was not as important back then. It was no. the experience. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It but, was like a formulaic kind of procedural, like show or like a sitcom where it was like it was like power rangers it was the same shit monster of the week they fight a different monster every week they do the exact same moves and we were talking about power rangers before the show by the way people but sailor moon you know it's like they do the exact same shit and then they just fight a different dude every couple but different with hogan is he fought the same dudes it was the same kind of three bar structure and Mm -hmm. beginning middle end um yeah you know And followed by a leg drop, which wasn't even that great. No, no. I know, we'll probably take the kind of uh, criticism for a lot of people. I just never, like, I always like, you know, I always like the bad guys more. And I always knew somebody was a talented wrestler like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Mr. Perfect. Um, I just appreciated those guys a lot more because I, you know. Yeah, they I mean, as a kid, I didn't know it. I just took whoever they gave me, you know. I, w- I wouldn't, I, 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 although even as a kid, I do remember, like, making, like, I'm talking in first grade, I would still, like, kind of make fun of Hulk Hogan and be like, <laughs> he's he's looking up again. Like, you know, right, it's like, yeah, yeah. We, we all but knew that I, shit was coming. 
I like the personalities too, like Million Dollar Man, and you know, I even Razor love Ramon. like Yokoz- Yokozuna was a good one until he just got too unhealthy. He was actually pretty good. I actually like Yokozuna. I actually yeah. like Yokozuna. I'm like one of the few people that love his casket matches with the Undertaker. People make fun no, of that yeah. stuff, but I thought Chuck Norris came out. Yes, that was kind of dumb, but Chuck Norris fucked up Jeff Jarrett, dude. Well, Chuck Norris was somebody that you could actually believe could hurt. At the, especially at wrestler. the time. Yeah. So, I um, mean, you know. but then, Not like some of the celebrities they bring back now. Yeah, and some of the uh, celebrity disasters we've uh, had in wrestling. Tell me, now, uh, I know that the Bad Wrestling Podcast, shout outs to them. And, um, yeah, the Bad Wrestling Podcast, you know, they have kind of their little Hall of Fame or Hall of Shame uh-huh. or whatnot. Um, and the Ascension is definitely in there. You remember them, Connor? And- yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember them. Uh, like actually in NXT, they yeah, were just they were flat champions, out, like, maulers, and just devastating. You know, like almost like kind of like the acolytes were. Sad thing is, the, I didn't the early hate zeros, them as much but- as everyone else at first. I thought they were but- okay. Well, they brought them up, and then that's when they got bad because they brought them up as these legend killers, right? Oh boy. Dudes are like forty years old. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and they were like, who? I can't remember some like maybe they beat like the New Age Outlaws, or they were beating up <laughs> all the the classic tag teams or whatever um, at the time, and it was just they were brought up horribly. They should just came up as you know, kind of ass kickers, just like they were in NXT, but um, and it just. I, I remember those guys. Do you remember back when WWE wouldn't release people every couple months like the same way they do now? I know they did, but it wasn't the same. I remember like those guys were part of WWE, I swear, for like years and never wrestled. You know what I mean? They right. Just, well, like, there, was a lo- there was a lot of guys. They would It would take a long time that they, you wouldn't see them and where they would get released. I mean... Primo and Epico, dude, were, I swear, for like three years paid by WWE. I think yeah, they forgot about them. Or even someone like Hornswoggle really stuck around for a while. Yeah. As a contracted wrestler. Um, Nowadays they're just like, hey, we're not using you, peace. Or yeah, or we have we just use you and we don't need you anymore. Or yeah, we need to cut some. You know, they're like, we might call you in a couple months. Stock. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Exactly. Tell me about uh, Gangrel. Gangrel. <laughs> Gangrel was pretty damn cool for the time uh, when he was up there. Uh, the but his legacy's wrestler, changed right? over the years. Um, you know, he was the one that kind of meshed together with uh, Edge and Christian, the Brood. Yep. They had yep. one of the most popular theme songs of all time, and one of the most, honestly, one of the coolest entrances of all time. Um, you know, but that was a time where match quality or matches themselves weren't really as emphasized as the storylines were. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, for so sure. I don't know if it's fair to call Gangrel a bad wrestler. I, I do, because we're not talking attitude Aaron, uh, at this point. We're talking Gangrel later in life, who kept the vampire gimmick to this day okay yeah. he you know uh edging christian moved on real quick you know did their own thing and gangrel right. is still he was a a c-tier wrestler back then 
and he's kept that gimmick going on to this day. And, you know, he gained a lot of weight, and he's still doing his old thing, you know? Still going. He's, he, he's got a school, I think, in Florida or something. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Good for Gangrel. Yeah, he's getting I, I that money see, still. Yeah, I don't really know why he kind of faded out quicker than guys like Edge and Christian, but obviously Edge and Christian Probably a different skill level, dude. A whole stars, different skill yeah. level. Um, and, yeah, I think he just evolved. And, unfortunately, if Gangrel started when that whole vampire time was with the werewolves and oh. the twilight and all that, yeah, he might he have might had have a whole been. other I don't run. know, though. The dude had a don't have a good look either. And, like, he never had I mean, a I mean, was pretty look. cool with the teeth and all that stuff. And Well, he had the poofy uh, <sighs> Seinfeld shirt. But, um, no, he was all right. He was cool for his time. But he definitely wasn't going to be, like, edge or christian or you know be a champion one day oh he wasn't gonna be anywhere near that he's lucky because not often do jobbers get in featured roles so i mean but i definitely think for that time it was one of the more people are pretty fond of that little brood thing by people you You mean you well not i mean it was okay but there was a lot of people that loved the brood i, I think it's because they were okay i to think me. it's in hindsight because of christian and Edge. Edge. yeah but i think you know the whole thing with the their brothers and the cruiserweight title or whatever it was called at the time the light heavyweight kind of thing going yeah. around with christian was I, I i it was it was all right it was it was you know i could see people nostalgic for that entrance and all that stuff so i but, um, yeah, what was Gangrel's best match? Or, did, you know what I mean? Like, of course not, you know? You know, speaking of also bad things involved in wrestling, um, I, I think Christian needs a call out here for his see-through muscle shirt that he would wear. Do you know but, that uh, one? Yeah, yeah, I do. But, but yeah, sure. That deserves a shout-out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was popular at the time, but he had popular, long hair. Yeah. Um, he had the long hair, yeah. Talk about bad wrestlers. Jack Swagger. I think he sucks. Uh, he's one of the worst AEW wrestlers. He does his job. I will say that he does his his job. He, he does his guys, role. Yeah, I mean the guy's a legit amateur. So, um, and a very MMA good fighter, MMA fighter yeah. as well. So yeah, yes, and, and he's big. Probably could. Yeah. No, I mean, see, very athletic. So you know, it, he doesn't have two left feet or anything. But yeah, it. He's one of those guys that isn't as natural as no. like you know maybe kurt angles transition he is what you would call like the charisma amateurs. vacuum guy where he just like can't even play a character he's just angry guy you know yeah well, i think his presentation now is much better than anything they did in wwe for him it, it is better because they kind of yeah. tried to push him as, as some like a, almost like a superstar type of you know and it's it's really it's really tempting to get like a legit fighter and to put him in that position you know to want to use him in 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 pro wrestling it's very tempting to want to do that we're not talking about just some guy who lifts a bunch of weights yeah like the ultimate warrior uh, and you're you know what i mean we're talking about a a guy that you see as a legitimate athlete or like you know like a doctor that steve williams or you know kurt 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 angle Angle, you know or chad gable or yeah, or you know Mark Henry being the weightlifter and you know kind of an athlete, Olympic athlete. There's a temptation there to want to, uh, you know, not just some muscle head. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I know that, and they're even getting more hardcore on that that now. But 
I mean, you know, all things are relative. Bad in AEW means that they're probably actually kind of okay because AEW has such good wrestlers. Same thing with New Japan. Um, although, fucking, you do have people like Iska and Ghetto and stuff like that who are another. In fact, let's use this. Let's let's talk about some of the uh, New Japan guys that yeah, really kind of. You know what? Sometimes the best heat you can have is just being a bad wrestler, right? I mean, the best what you can a, have. The best heat, get you know. I don't think that's the best heat, dude. I think I, that's go called go away heat. But I think you know, Ghetto is there to not be a wrestler, but trying to, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. I mean, G- Ghetto's obviously. A He's about 50 years old. He's more of a manager. He's always out there, right? So it's like, I kind of understand that. He does his Dusty Rhodes punches and stuff like that. And, you know. I notice he's doing a lot less now that they actually have people back there. He's not going to be in World Tag League or anything. But what about Giotto? Giotto, yeah. I mean, the guy's in great shape, but there's he can barely walk. Sometimes he is. He goes back and forth, you know what I mean? Well, he looks great, but... He could barely walk, and there's no reason for him to be out. Barely there. walk, barely can wrestle. Um, yeah. He just can't. He just doesn't have the knees anymore. It's not because... I don't remember ever seeing him in his prime, so I can't well, really Well, and comment. that's the other thing. I don't think the guy was... Now, Giotto and Ghetto, obviously, was a, a considered a good tag team, you know, but Giotto never had the kind of uh, wrestling stuff that Ghetto had, where Ghetto was actually, you know, going for championships right. and best of super juniors. Giotto... You know, so I think when you look at New Japan, Giotto is probably one of one of the worst wrestlers in the group. And yeah, he's old, right? We get it. Well, he's old, and, and he just doesn't have any legs, really. And and neither did Manabu Nakanishi, who yes, could put on a good match with Nagata. Yes, give you that. Okay, right. He he, he there was something inside of him, but at the time, oh my God, watching him was hard, dude. The guy I mean, looked like you he was cons- falling apart. Well, let me ask you this. Would you consider a guy like George the Animal Steel a bad wrestler? Yeah. But still, the guy was pretty entertaining. Yeah. He would eat the turnbuckle. He had the hair everywhere. He was right? a bad uh, wrestler, Okay, but he did have some type of charisma. That's like Izuka, right? Izuka is very similar where he was like had his right. his you know he was kind of scary and scared the children and stuff that was kind of old school but once it got into the ring man it got real fucking bad real quick well i think that's where there is a i think there needs it, it, it some of that needs to be in wrestling i think you got those kind of weird characters that do that aren't great but you know what i mean i, I don't know it just yeah it, it, i i agree it's it's, it was was kind of funny and amusing and it, different. It was. It was funny, and he, he you know, if thank God he quit before COVID, because once that hit, he wouldn't have been had. His, he would have lost his gimmick, basically, um, scaring children and stuff. But right. yeah, yeah, I, you know. But the, that can that you got to be careful with that because that can really border on cringiness and and but jump over the at border. At the same time, they never made him like a champion or anything. Um, no, but so, they they did have the but, whole storyline of him fucking losing his oh god iron claw and then they wrestled over it and it like legit looked like tinfoil wrapped around well that was that was after he retired though right i think so they had a cage match for the claw they had a ladder match with it but but even then there do you remember 
when they did Izuka and was it uh, Tenzan? And like he was trying to bring him back. To, this was got pretty ridiculous. Uh, he Tenzan was trying to bring him back to his to his mind, his bringing his mind back to him. That <laughs> that might that might have been before I started watching New Japan. And I mean, you gotta admit, bro, that sounds like WWE. Like he was trying to, you know, oh, oh yeah, you, you come does. back to be your friend and stuff. And you know what? I'm not gonna lie, I actually kind of liked it. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, sometimes it's as long as it's not like. They making Great Collie the champion and what beating the Undertaker or, or Jack that Swagger a, he was champion too, yeah Collie yeah but Collie but at least I can believe that Jack Swagger could beat somebody up. Right? Yes, but could, could well I could but believe like that Jake Hager would who can, beat someone up. I don't know about Jack Swagger. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, but I mean, you know, a guy like Great Collie who can barely walk, let alone get over a rope into a ring <laughs> and um, and just do like smack someone with his hand like that is more unbelievable than you know a guy who was actually a legit like wrestler in college yeah and mma fighter i mean come on you know what i mean um i wasn't a huge like ken shamrock fan because i thought he was a void of personality and all that mm. stuff but he was still somebody who like was like a legitimate like could hurt somebody you know do what you I mean? think the so, same thing about steve blackman yeah did you think the same thing about glacier no you think glacier is a bad wrestler yeah, uh i thought it was a really badly presented character yeah yeah definitely a white dude kind of playing an been, asian character it, with the blue well eye. first of all they try to make it like sub-zero for mortal kombat but they were about three or four years past the trend if they would have put that character <laughs> in 1993, it might have hit big. Yeah. But the fact that they did it in, what, 97 or 96, they just missed the whole Mortal Kombat thing. Yeah. It was just a little too late, you know? Yeah, they were already on, like, Mortal Kombat 3 at that point, you know? Or they, or people just weren't in, you know what I mean? Like, it was kind of getting into the PlayStation 1 kind of era. Yeah, yeah. Siphon filter well, or whatever. Uh, uh, late 90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tekken, we you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, so I think it kind of passed by. So that was a horrible. That that I don't know if he was a bad wrestler, but that was bad wrestling. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You think the boogeyman is bad wrestling? Or <laughs> are we are we back in Izuka territory where that's necessary? Okay. Let's see. Okay, so the boogeyman was something that, uh, you know. I wasn't into it at the time, but I kind of, you know, if the boogeyman, if you're going through the dial, you see the boogeyman doing something, you're going to watch it for a minute, right? Because that's just a very, maybe, like, maybe with striking look and you see him eating the worms and stuff. And it's definitely attention grabbing. Um, I don't, I, what, the only match he really had was with the Booker T. WrestleMania, I heard they were real that? bad. Yeah. I mean, th that was a guy who was, what, he has a body though. 40s. No, the look is great, right? Yeah, he's like a fitness dude. Um, I mean, yeah, and he made it. He was in his like late fifth or his like late forties when he was on Tough Enough or something like that, right? And he lied about. Oh, his I age. didn't know about all that. Yeah, he really lied about his age, and uh, I think uh, he was like thirty-five, and he was claiming to be like twenty-five or something like he that. He probably pulled know. it off. You know, um, when you know what's weird because with WWE, a lot of they're gonna have their comedy guys, right? And like some of the comedy guys can definitely like 
lean towards real dumb comedy that's just bad stuff. But some of so, them so are real. So, what's your take on a guy like Santino? Oh, he's great, hilarious, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's actually funny. Now, they probably didn't Cobra write thing. him great all the time. I thought the Cobra thing was a fucking landmark moment in professional wrestling. When he <laughs> made Great Kali, when Great Kali played the flute and made him... Uh, well, see, listen. That's bad wrestling that's gone right. It's bad wrestling, but it's entertaining, right? Yeah, well, yeah, and I think it has a lot to do with... You said it's about the intentions, right? They know it was stupid, but when these two guys... Yeah. When you have Hulk Hogan out there given an intense promo and he accidentally misspeaks and says i'm the right gay guy that is hilarious and bad and uh but bad in a good way you know or when sid god messing up promos you know sid screwing up promos and just totally going off the rails losing control um so or or booker t saying the n-word you know on accident it's like oh god you really shouldn't have done that but that's a whole different that's you know you know, live TV stuff happens sometimes. It's part of the enjoyment. That's part of what makes uh, yeah. bad wrestling right. good because of because of the live TV. You so, know, you never know what's going to happen. It, it took us, you know, what thirty seven minutes to get to this point. That sometimes the bad wrestling is good, right? Well, no, I said or it at the beginning. A lot of the times, I said at the beginning. Yeah. I said sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it can be re- really good. Um, I mean, it can be hilarious, and that's where botchamania, you know, and wrestle crap. Which shout outs to Wrestle Crap. I, that's an old group of guys. It's like they've been around since the two thousands and probably earlier. And I read their book too, the Wrestle Crap book. Found it wildly entertaining. The book talked about the gobbledygooker. This is where I first learned about right. that. You know, it also taught me about May Young uh, giving birth to the hand. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And then I think it said that like Vince McMahon wanted to run a slave angle. Like with some black dudes as as a slave gimmick. So uh, that, now that's where we're getting into like bad wrestling. Well, that's like wrong we're talking too. About you know uh, Roddy Piper painting himself half black. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, you know um, when DX kind of did the blackface thing. Oh boy, yeah. You know, um, just totally tone deaf. Unaware. A lot of stuff that did it. Well, you know, I laughed at it at the time, but it's just it's stuff that say that age well. Well, the woke will come get you. No, I'm just no. Obviously, that's part of it. Is you realize, oh my god, that was bad. You know, like (laughs) now, but um, at the time, that's not what the mindset was, and that's not what you know what I mean. Whether you liked it or not, that was the reality. You know, I honestly do believe that if you do talk about bad wrestling, like racism plays a crucial role in all that because wrestling is such a industry rife with stereotypes, or it has been for years. You know, in a way, it still has all that, especially in NXT. But you know, we got the sneaky Japanese guy, you know what I mean? And the, uh, in in fact, I know that Yokozuna got like, they were getting calls from like the, I don't know the exact group or organization, but it was like the Japanese American, you know, and they were getting like repeated complaints about like, like dude's not Japanese. You guys are racist as fuck, you know? Well, I mean, if you just look at, you know, you know everything from wrestling to like James Bond movies. You always had the foreign villain, right? Yeah. I mean, or the villain that wasn't, uh, you know, from a western. You know, was always a villain. So there wasn't a lot of 
you know, Japanese or Asians were almost automatically villains, right? Mr. Fuji, all those things, you know. Oh, yeah. Villains. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, even in Japan, the American was the villain often. There you go. So, I mean, obviously, we've evolved from that time a little bit better. A little now. bit better. And then you turn on Raw and see Akira Tozawa as a ninja uh, who can't speak yeah. English running around and getting married. So, you know. Yeah, um, or just always being the little sidekick and stuff. Yeah, it's bad. You want to hear some, like, real bad wrestling, dude? Raw Underground. Yeah. That was pre- that was really that bad. Was, that was bad to the point where it was, like, not even that great. Like, it was just bad. I mean, uh, and you know what was even better is they just stopped one day. They're just, like, just disappeared off the TV. No follow-up. Well, they do that with a lot of stuff. They, but yeah. they do. And actually, I think that when you talk about bad wrestling, bad writing in WWE, it, nowadays, like you have a lot of that type of stuff. And w- w- there's one I'll bring up that's a classic to me. But the Raw Underground, it came out of nowhere. It had women, like strippers, pole dancing in the background, you know. Um, it just kind of reminded me of one of those cheesy, like... Uh, 90s shows that would come on and like it would be like these kung fu fighters or whatever i could see that somewhat like american gladiators kind of style but (laughs) it was more scripted i mean who was asking for that oh god no 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 one i mean it was just like i i don't even remember the impetus behind it i mean was it it was covid was one it, were they trying to do something like Fight Club, yeah. which was a popular movie in 1999? 1999, yeah, I, I, I guess. I think maybe... I don't know, dude. It's it's The, the WWE audience is not known as like a bunch of hardcore uh, sh- worked f- shoot fight fans. So I don't know. I'm not, no one knows why that happened. And then like Shane McMahon was running it. Another wrestler who's had his uh, own... You know, at times you could call the guy, especially in his old age now, a bad wrestler, um, Shane. Still can jump off a pole and, like, travel 30 feet, you know, but... You you know, call Shane what you want, but that dude, I mean, he'd do anything. And he has had some of the most memorable in-ring moments in WWF history. Yes, yes. Again, I'm talking the last five, six years. Yeah, he has done some crazy dives. He but, jumped off a cage and know, hit to hit uh, Kevin Owens he, and all that stuff. He and he, you know, he jumped off that. Uh, what was it against the, in the Steve Blackman match that scaffold or whatever, and then uh. he got put through the glass with Kurt Angle. Uh, you know, Shane's done some. You know, he's done but, some crazy shit. But again, like uh, you know, really uh, back in the day, maybe it was different. But now. Yes, he does do the crazy shit once in a while, but it's like the worked punches and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's, just, it's not good. Yeah, yeah, it's, (laughs) I don't need to see him wrestle ever again. I think we could both agree on that, and I think most fans agree. Yeah, and, yeah, and it gets to the point, too, where it's like, I don't want to see someone that old doing this type of shit. That was what was up with the Jeff Hardy match recently, I mean. They had a couple spots in there that, like, you shouldn't do on TV. Like, you do that on a WrestleMania, you know? It's like, why would you do that? Uh, but anyway, uh, it's it's just hard to watch old people doing, older 
people doing stuff like that. Um, but then there's some guys that, you know, like Sting, who's <laughs> who's been doing really well with that stuff. But it's been very, like, sporadic and not overdone and kind of surprising. Dude, when Sting does a dive, there's 15 people below him. Like, you know, security guards are getting there to catch him. So I think Sting will be fine. And honestly, uh, like we said, I think Sting's wrestling more now than he did ever through 97 to 99. Yep. Keep talking. My headphones fell off. His headphones fell off. But he can still talk. There we go. He's got him back on. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I fixed him. But, yeah, it's just really interesting because, like, yeah, it's really, you know, I thought when you had this idea of bad wrestling, um, you know, it was just bad wrestling but a lot of the bad stuff is good right oh yeah definitely that's like i said i said it in my first paragraph i mean it's a generic term right bad wrestling but it it involves bad writing bad performing unplanned things you know um malicious type of writing some stuff uh, you look at the legendary this may be the most legendary bad wrestling clip ever the Shockmaster. Right. And I mean that, that is was a complete so entertaining, accident. dude. But honestly, let's say that does go through and everything was fine and he doesn't fall. He's still, still bad. F- it's still bad because he just he's wearing <laughs> a spray painted stormtrooper helmet. And there's a Yoda voice too. He's got a Yoda voice. And they didn't even try to not look like <laughs> and what do you have like a fur coat on yeah. too? It was just it, oh it just seemed like, yeah, God, dude. I don't think he needed to fall like that to make it bad. <laughs> no, that would have been a legendary moment either way. But, you know, right. they, it, that just made it way better because the dude just like ate it. So but, see, that was an accidental thing. But then you have stuff like the finger poke of doom and all that kind of thing. Uh, that was just absolutely... I don't hate that as much. People always say, oh, it's the worst moment ever. It's like, well, dude, it they're like, on the same team. That that's the that's the joke. That's the thing. I never got yeah, why. And it, well, and then, you know, WWE did something similar. Uh, you know, when they had the European title match between Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Oh, and one of them just laid down. Yeah, yeah. And they did this celebration, and Shawn Michaels acted all disappointed. It's on one of the, you know, it was like a Christmas episode of Raw in, like, 97. It was it was funny, though, because that's what DX was, right? Yeah, so. and I, I mean, look, they tease it in New Japan sometimes, right? Like, when they have inner... Uh, right. So, I mean, that, that, that and I didn't didn't really uh, get that moment how about um jake the snake during uh during active addiction wrestling would you call that bad wrestling i mean when he was coming out there wearing like the full shirt you know and when he was like giving promos and referencing his snake as a dick and uh, and you know the 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 show we've probably talked about it was better than bible verses i guess yeah, probably better than that. They, they, you know, that Heroes of Wrestling show often considered the worst wrestling show of all time. Yeah, and that's bad, bad. That is bad, bad. It's like not even funny. Yeah, it's well, that's you know uncomfortable. If anything, you know, the backyard wrestling or just you know the wrestling at oh, the state God. fair or whatever. You know, that's that's a whole different 
level of what we're talking about here. Yeah, I will say, seeing inexperienced people, yeah, we're talking mostly about mainstream companies, but uh, definitely seeing inexperienced kids fucking grasshopper and hyperextend both their knees after jumping off the top rope, that is bad, bad stuff. That's just like, yeah, don't do that, dude. Don't don't do that. <laughs> don't try that at home. No, I mean, look, man, I I or anywhere really. I hurt my own knee. I buckled my own knee with a very small, uh, you know, with nothing that was crazy. Well, how's that? How's that feeling now, by the way? Uh, it's better. I I've I've definitely lost flexibility in it, but uh, the part the worst the shitty thing about it is like once in a while it'll just like want to try and bend inwards like my knee you know how when you hurt a, a limb sometimes or a joint it'll like bend in a weird direction welcome to your mid-30s <laughs> well i'm trying to run i want to go back to running so i need to talk to the doctor i want to be like yo when can i run again because i don't want to run and did then I blow it you, out did i tell you about my shoulder no so when maria had covid i was sleeping on the couch and since then my shoulder like my left shoulder yeah kind of just doesn't feel oh, right. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, it's like internal. I thought it was maybe a rotator cuff or just, just uh, right now. Ugh. But um, Oh, that sucks. I was explaining to Maria, but he's like, yeah, in Japan they call that 40 shoulder. Oh, shit. And I was like, that's probably exactly what it is. Damn it. It's you 40 know? shoulder. So, that's what they call it in Japan. So it's... 40 shoulder makes sense i guess i just have to admit that's what so it is. you got I mean, a 40 shoulder and your son's got hospital arm right i guess yeah so, there's a call back from a prior prior personal uh, conversation i don't even know if we talked to that on no yeah. we've never mentioned on the air but his son had an injury well, the technical and, yeah the technical term for what that was called was called nursemaid's elbow oh and sometimes you have young children whose elbows kind of pop out of the socket yeah. Not if you just pull on their arm, but like, for example, my youngest son, when you would walk in the supermarket and he would try to run away, but you were holding his hand, his elbow would pop out or whatever. Jesus. So he would have to go to the emergency room and have it popped back in. Mm. So that's called nursemaid's elbow, and usually small kids out of it by the time they're five or whatever but that's what we're referencing well you know man you better be careful with that 40 shoulder you're probably gonna have to get tommy john surgery pretty soon here that's uh, elbow oh is it well tommy john surgery is where they take a a, a ligament uh from a cadaver and they put it in your elbow to replace the torn ligament it's kind of funny that that one sport fucked your arm up so bad that they had to come up with literally a surgery just for that sport. Yeah, pretty much. And it's saved careers, and it's one of the most innovative things ever. Um, but it, it's to me, it's crazy that um, you got like a dead person's ligament. Well, I guess you, you get it's no different than getting an organ donated. But um, wow. But. It's pre um, that's pretty intense, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, so uh, I hope your shoulder feels better. We're all in pain, man, and yes, I am well, in my 30s it only hurts now. when I do this, you know, so. Well, that's it. Tell the, the doctor whole, uh, that. It only hurts when I do yeah, this. Well, then don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. yeah it's, it's just one of those things, but at least it's not my throwing arm or anything like that. At least you're not having a toothache, bro. Those get real fucking bad, so I'm just going to say that. Um yeah. Jobbers, 
you know often right. often uh job or oh, we're moving on back to wrestling guys so jobbers yes. um so often a jobber obviously is supposed to look like an idiot you know but especially in the 80s you'd get some jobbers man that were just like but we're talking guys that literally looks like they just took them out of the crowd and put them in there yeah raw early raw jobbers you know guys wearing like bright pink spandex and just like I mean, well, that's how the Hardys started, right? I, I think they played like the King of the Ring boys. Um, but they were probably jobbers but too. You had guys in the '80s like Frankie Williams and just guys that just looked like they were literally, you know, recruited from the truck stop or something. You know who's become that guy on uh, AEW is Jr. No, it's not Jr. Crater. No, it's uh. I can't remember his name, but it's this really big dude that keeps, like, jobbing to people on AEW Dynamite. And what was his name? I think he was champion in, like, NWA recently, but... Oh, something gray, right? I know you're talking about, like, the... Um... The big dude with the beard. Yeah, he's got, like, a grayish beard, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. D- J.D. Drake J.D. Drake, like yeah. he's but, right. but he's actually okay. Like, you know. But um, we're talking more, if you want a comparison of what we're talking about... Um, and you're a Laps fan like us, or just you want a more modern example of what we're talking about, James Ellsworth is probably uh, a classic example, <laughs> right? Kind of. James Ellsworth, I thought, was actually kind of funny, and they had some right, funny angles I mean, with him. But, and he also he was, we knew he was a moron and stuff. Right, but he was that stereotypical, like, um, you know, guy on the other side of the ring that you knew was going to get killed. Yeah. You wasn't, like... Oh, against Braun you know Strowman? I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's how he started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He got a nice little run out of that, too. Good for him. He did. He did. He had a good little thing with AJ Styles and uh, John Moxley that I found entertaining. But, yes, you're you're right. It was like this, it just, a, the, the, you know, a geek. This dude who, like, you know is going to get killed. Yeah, they meant to do it. No chin music. That was pretty No funny. chin music, yeah. And, of course, they meant to do it that way. But not all those dudes were talented either. Some of them had bad looks and were bad wrestlers. I remember, uh, again, watching... I'm trying to remember what that like WCW show was in the 80s um, with like the Saturday night. No, it was like a globe. They had a globe. It was like an NWA type show worldwide or something Something like that. Yeah. Tony Schiavone was on it and stuff. But uh, I remember like watching some jobber matches there and like one of the jobbers just like kicked the fuck out of the dude in the head and (laughs) like the dude paid him back, you know, and it was just like. It was so bad, he, like, kicked him, you know? He kicked him as hard as he could in the head, like, it was a total fuck-up, so. Um, right. Well, I wish we knew more jobbers. I'm sure that people, like, are aware of all the bad jobbers and the, you know, some of them got pretty famous, uh, well, not famous, but known uh, doing that shit. Speaking of... You know, it's, it's funny how you mention that, because every once in a while I have someone tell me that they want me to draw all the jobbers from the 80s oh, and 90s. Oh, God. No one would buy the... Well, you'd have to draw, like, all of them at once. I, I buy a lot of stuff that people don't buy, so it's not that big of a deal. But okay. I don't know. I just don't... It's I just don't... I'm not feeling the idea. I understand the... the, uh, the you gotta draw the, what the, you I, wanna you know, draw, Justin. That's that's what I... Yeah, that's definitely what it is. I just draw what I want. Instead so. of, like... Say, I don't think it's very fun to draw people you don't even care about. You know? Right. So, yeah. Um. And it's and and then finishing up individually bad wrestlers. Unless we uh f- 
you know, some pop into our head. I'm sure we missed a bunch. Um, we didn't bring up Brodus Clay. He kind of sucks. He's way worse now. I didn't really see a lot of uh, his matches, so I, ca- I couldn't really comment. I know who he is and everything, but I don't remember seeing a lot of him. Oh, seeing him now, though, is just like, oh, my God. I re- the, the, the most I remember uh, since I've been back was him being uh, Matt Hardy's kind of bodyguard in TNA. Oh, okay. You're probably or better EC3, in that role. Or EC3. No, he was actually pretty good in that role. Yeah. I thought. I don't know. My bad. Or was it EC3 My headphones keep popping both? out. I apologize. But say that again. No, I was thinking, was he either EC3 or Matt Hardy's or both bodyguard? I, I can't I th- remember now. I think he... Dude, he worked with a bunch of people in TNA, you know? Right. Oh. Circa 2016, 17, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I've heard he was quite bad in, uh, in WWE. So... Yeah, I didn't see. I know he did the whole like dancing thing with the Funkadactyls. Uh, mm, the Funkadactyls. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Cameron and uh, see, it's boring me just talking about it. Now wake and, up uh, a little bit, bro. Name? We still got a while to go. Come on. No, now. no, no. What was no Naomi? Right? Alicia Fox and was it not Alicia Fox? Well, no, I think it was Cameron. Remember? Cameron? Oh yeah, Cameron and Naomi. Okay, yeah, Alicia Fox. Yeah. We didn't bring her up. The uh, even though she is kind of cute, to be honest, she seems she has her little you know charisma. What, She's entertaining. She she is yeah she is entertaining. But you know a lot of people make fun of her for being such a terrible She's wrestler. Not a great wrestler. Oh, Eve, Eva Marie. Yeah, she sucks dude really they even gave her another chance too and they that didn't last but the she's thing got one he, skill bro do you know what that is yeah 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 <laughs> what was well, her looks were you yeah. know like that's somebody that like makes you stop when you're going through the channels and i think anyone you mm-hmm. know just she's very unique and kind of striking that you're gonna stop because of the way that she looks yeah and I think especially, even to this day, WWE is going to give that person a shot, you know? Yeah. Because I don't think anyone really channel surfs anymore. I think that those days are over. But Some boomers uh, do, know. but... Yeah, but even then, you're just going through the, the guide. You're not just actually going channel to channel. So, um... Those were actually kind of fun times, except when you went around the horn and nothing was on. That sucked, you know? Then you had to find something. uh, That's what happened more often than not. Then you had to find something. Um, By the way, this is a side note, but I thought this was interesting. I just read that Brian Gerwitz is coming coming out with a new book in August. Oh, is he? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Dude doesn't need to write a book. You know, he's got that two bucks, seven seven bucks bucks money. Um, but check this out. It's going to be called Just One. There's Just One Problem. Uh, true Tales from the Former One Time Seventh Most Powerful pe- people Person in WWE. How much of that can he actually like write? I mean, don't they make you sign these hardcore non disclosure agreements when you leave WWE? Things change, and sometimes those ND in, uh, you know, in what are they called? NDAs can be like 10 years long, you know? Um, but also look at fucking what's his name? Uh, the guy who wrestle talk guy, or, or no, the uh, something to wrestle with, Bruce Pritchard. Like, yeah, bro, yeah. if he has said what he said, then clearly there's nothing. Well, he was always very like 
Vince cited and you know he's a bullshitter himself so yeah um um but no i was gonna say speaking of jobbers did you see who was playing the brooklyn brawler on young rock no who is it colt cabana oh that's cool have you ever watched young i rock? won't um <laughs> yeah, not interested you, in you that should watch it i've watched a few episodes it is really good i haven't really my uncle keeps saying, "Why don't you watch it? Why don't you watch it? It's actually really, good. it's actually very good. It's a very cute show." I'm, I think I'm, you would enjoy I, it. I, I, I'm sure it's fine, man. I'm just yeah. Man. I'm telling you, any wrestling fan should like that show. It is good. They have actors that play. Yeah, I, just, I've seen that, good. and he's like a teenager now or whatever. No, he's in the WWE now. Um, and they yeah. did an angle with it with freaking Roman Reigns and stuff. Yeah. Right, right. It's actually a good show. I mean, I, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it, but I have watched some episodes. And it, it is good. It is Okay, good. well, you, you've it heard well it here done. first, people. Go watch uh, Young Rock and then get back to us on it. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, can. man. I, I'm, I got distracted because I'm looking at NXT talent and Nikita Lyons came up, but we'll go, go, go back because I don't need to be sitting there looking at pictures. Uh, NXT's got some real bad talent there. Um, a lot of young talent, not ready for TV. Um, you, you don't really watch it, do you? It. Okay, no, I, I, I watch haven't it watched it. Uh, what was the last like kind of pay per view thing they did? Stand and deliver. I watched some of that, and I just. But like, you used to watch um, all the pay per views, right? Like all the takeovers. Take, oh yes, absolutely, okay. and probably looked forward to more than most of the WWE shows. Definitely. But, uh, I understand what they're dealing with it now. It's they're you know they're, but uh, yeah, they're, I just don't it, you know one of those things. No YouTube highlights, huh? You don't even watch YouTube highlights. No, just, it takes like three minutes, time. bro. You do yeah. well, you do. You just yeah. don't want to. No, I, I just do other things with it, I guess. Yeah. But um, I just don't. It, I'm not when I watched it, and like I don't know anybody, and I just don't want to. You don't want to know anybody. Like the effort into getting them. It's nothing personal. I'm sure some of them might be okay, but I just don't feel like, uh, you know. Yeah. Don't want to put the work in, I guess. Yeah, you got, uh, and some of these wrestlers are actually pretty good, but they are just, their gimmick is so terrible. It's kind of like mid, mid-90s WWF, you know, te- horrible gimmicks people are given. And right. uh, I've seen a guy that's like a mafia guy or just wearing like, you know, the... They just, yeah, it does the jersey, sh- I don't know, it's terrible. The, the what you would call a wife beater, a tank top they call it nowadays. I apologize if I offended anyone by saying that term. But, uh, yeah, you... Or you somebody so- that, that dresses like a, you know, a Mormon that rides a bike in the neighborhood <laughs> kind of thing. Like, have I, you I heard of Wendy that. Chu? Uh, I remember her actually being in NXT, but then she does this whole sleeping thing. I've never seen it, like, in, you know happening but i've like seen pictures and her gimmick is that she likes to sleep now how do you think that went in creative like oh talk to us wendy what what do you like to do like let's find out your gimmick she goes i like to sleep they're like okay well we can work with that then we'll make you you know give her credit because she's probably been there longer than anybody else she might actually have the longest tenor in nxt really to be honest with you who's still there well, she signed Who's the longest. Uh, Roderick Strong's not she's, there anymore. I dude, she was she. No, she was there longer than him. She's probably been there since like 2017 or something. 2018. Like that. It was her 
May Young Classic, yeah. but then I think she got re-signed. So 2018, I don't think anyone on NXT roster has been there since 2018 that hasn't been up and back. But she re-signed right? with WWE NXT in February of 2019. Right. So she's only but been she's for been two there. years, bro. 2018. Or three, yeah, three years. I, I mean, Dakota Kai was there for much longer. But she's not there anymore. I'm saying right now. Oh, there's God. There's, um, I don't know. I think Cameron Grimes might have been around longer than her. Could be around. probably about the same time. Uh, Io Shirai's definitely been around longer than her. Is she still in NXT? Yeah, she is. A lot of a lot of these women are. Alba Fire's been around, but she she also uh, wrestled NXT UK. Uh, yeah, her name now is Kaylee Ray or Kaylee Ray was her old name yeah they changed names too and that's another terrible thing about nxt is constantly changing names giving people the, the names are terrible casey Catanzaro, who also i think has been in nxt much longer than wendy chu it seems like they kind of just make it in the, to what fcw used to be right uh i don't know about that i think they're just turning it into wwe light and i don't think that fcw was back then when you had Dean Ambrose going against Seth Rollins in a hardcore match and stuff like that. Um, oh, I, well, and yeah, but I mean, it was purely developmental. In the, in that NXT sense, yes, got, it is. It, it got too big. It got bigger than you know. It became more than developmental. It became like. But I think they it got to the point where they didn't want to. They wanted it to be clearly a different level. Uh, they wanted it to be below what W, Raw, and SmackDown are. Well, like you said, it's pure developmental. They are training people to be on WWTV now. Right. But when you watch the presentation of it, is is that how it is, like, kind of, like, pitched to the audience? Like, here we are at the, you know, one of these days they'll be on the main roster. Do they talk about how they're a young prospect that is going to be on Raw one day? They talk about stuff Do in they... that way sometimes, but no, it's presented yeah. as a normal wrestling show. Um, but, of course, you've got, like, the the other wrestlers that come down from the main roster and, you know, talk like that. Like, oh, you're going to be a is big it, star uh, one day. Is Dolph Ziggler still the champ? Uh, no, the champ is Braun Breaker. Oh, he won it back? He, yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, who's been down there? Oh, you have the the women's champion has been Mandy Rose for like a while, and then you had uh, you had Natalia there recently too. But so weird. but you know, uh, getting onto the main topic, yeah, there's a lot of bad shit there. Um, Ikaminjiro, who's actually a very good wrestler, has been put into a horrible situation because Kushida left, right? And so now it's just yeah. Ikaminjiro by himself, and he's like attacking people backstage and stuff now, which is like not his character at all. Um, you've got it's kind of it's kind of sad that we're you know doing an episode on bad wrestling and we have this whole segment on NXT. Well, it's it's what it's become, man. Never thought it would go to that. Yeah, you got uh, again. I was telling you before this, Saray, who has a magical pendant that changes her form when she walks out and then her her guy friend became a cheerleader so i thought you'd be interested in that um <laughs> you had dudes just disappearing from the show because they get cut you know um one day right. a guy's there and then the next week they'll be like oh i really miss that guy um they really will say that. well like so uh they yes they the reference him because um 
Indy Hartwell was married to Sam Shaw. To, what yeah. was Dexter Loomis? Dexter and then Lewis, like yeah. the the next episode, she's all like, "I can't believe my boyfriend left me." <laughs> really? Yeah. My husband left me. So uh, yeah, just just a, a lot of stuff there, man. Um, the, the maybe the worst is Lash Legend, and I can't even see her on the. Uh, I can't. She was a women's uh, basketball player. And I didn't notice that they added rainbow colors to the NXT title. Did you know that? No. Okay, anyways. Um, Not against it. So no, it, it actually that. looks pretty... It actually looks looks so okay. No, the men's title. title. Both. But oh, it, it actually looks cool okay. Me. But, um... Yeah. But... I'm not mad. No. I like the color in the logo and stuff. It's I'm, not, I'm just, you know, more concerned with the people there i guess yeah is tomaso champa still on there no he's on the main roster is he doing anything of significance no they bring him up with like a top hat they brought him up and now he's kind of like disappeared already uh well yeah what was it they they got um one of their best wrestlers who's the british guy uh pete dunn and then they turned him into butch i I saw what they do yeah he's a small guy with an attitude Justin, he's no, he's the, the the little ferocious dog. Yeah, that, yeah, the you know, grip that would bite at your heels or whatever. Yeah, it's awesome stupid. characterization there. Let's talk about uh, some of the worst matches we've ever seen. Um, I'm gonna start this off real quick with one of my all-time favorite worst matches that I turned it off while I was watching it, and then I went back and watched it again, <laughs> and it I laughed, and that was. The Fiend versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. Legendary. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. Um, the red light on the whole time. The right? red light, the DQ, and a no DQ match, which is like... I got one, but I'm assuming it'll be on your They, uh, But they had to go... It's not recent. They had to go back and like be like, oh, it wasn't a DQ, it was a ref stoppage. It's like, no, it was a DQ. And then like... Uh, one of my favorite parts was they actually had a dude named Dio Madden on commentary at the time who kind of sucked. And I remember he goes, what did he say? The Fiend pulls out a big hammer and Dio Madden goes, he's trying to impale him. And it's like, how do you impale someone with the fucking sledgehammer? Yeah, that's not how that works. Yeah, okay, give me what you got. Well, I was thinking the dog kennel match with the big boss man and Al Snow. I've never seen it, but they said that he tried to feed his dog to Al Snow. And that is on, like, every list. That was was an angle, but they had this dog kennel match where the dogs were just pooping everywhere. Oh, my God. Like, in real life? Yes. Oh, my God. Where are we headed in this society, dude? Yeah, that's on every list, but I never watched it. So I can't really yeah, comment. Bad. And, you know, some of these I haven't seen. Um, you know, Japan was not, you know, Japan, I, I, I looked up, like, worst Japanese matches. This is an interesting one. You had Hayabusa versus Mr. Gonosuke, okay? Now listen to this. Hayabusa was unmasked, and he was wrestling, and then there was another guy dressed as Hayabusa wrestling in this match. Does that make sense? So it was two Hayabusa. No, it was Hayabusa with no mask wrestling as a normal dude, and then a Hayabusa that wasn't the real Hayabusa. 
Okay, sounds like the Undertaker versus the Underfaker. Right? Yeah, except the real Hayabusa was just dressed as a normal wrestler. He wasn't dressed as Hayabusa at all. Was he? Um, you know, was he Hayabusa? I don't know what they called him, dude. <laughs> so well, you understand I mean, how confusing this whole situation is? It is, but it still could have been a good match. And it wasn't know, even a good is. match. It wasn't even a good match. Um, the another one was that this was a Wrestle Kingdom match. They said that uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Jeff Hardy, horrible match. Um, wow, I didn't even know that was like two thousand. Was two thousand five? Might have been a little. Wow. Uh, Jeff Hardy was drunk. Um, uh, yeah. Naito, young Naito. Uh, right. It just didn't work out. Another one was. Uh, the uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You had Abdullah the Butcher, Izuka, and Tomohiro Ishii versus Ricky Choshu, Chono, and Terry Funk. But the problem was, these dudes were really old when they did this match. Well, Abdullah the Butcher probably couldn't barely. They walk. said he could barely walk, dude, and that it was hard to watch. Terry Funk, you know, real old. Um. He was, yeah, and beyond middle-aged and crazy, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Goldberg versus Lesnar. Do you ever see that one? Uh, anything Goldberg could be on the list. Well, this match in particular was kind of the fans made it much worse because uh, it came out before the match that both guys were leaving the company right after the match. Yeah. Oh, that was So it was like, who fucking cares, yeah. dude? And they put yeah. on a boring, you know, snooze fest. Nobody cared. <laughs> yeah. Was that the one where uh, he heard, he almost broke his neck uh, doing the loose Oh, ball? I don't know if it was that one, but I figured if it was, it would have been more impressive. Oh, that was, or maybe that was the Eddie Guerrero match. I don't remember. I get it confused. Didn't, didn't, didn't did, did, did Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle both almost break their neck in, in dives? Kurt Angle probably did break his neck. But, but like, in a dive in a match. Or was that just Brock Lesnar doing shooting star press? Probably. That's the only one okay. I remember. Okay, I'm getting mixed up. Um, we had Jenna versus Charmel from TNA. And this match is famous... Because Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer, you know what he gave this match? Minus five stars. So that is the first minus five star match. Um, Consider one of the worst women's matches of all time. Now, I've listed this in here as a bad match. But this is bad in a sad way. Not in a funny way, okay? Okay. Ibushi versus Okada, G1 Finals. Yeah, I. that's not a bad match. That's just, you know, that went wrong. It went wrong, and it made it bad, dude, because it was supposed to be the most epic finals of this huge G1, and the yeah. match just ended, and it was terrible and circumstances. Might just be his last match in uh, New Japan. I might, might, probably for a while. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, we've got Jeff Jarrett. Booker T Nitro 2000. So this match, anything in that time <laughs> frame is probably terrible. So this match had four boxes, and each box had a different thing in it. Like one box had a coal miner's glove, one box had the championship, uh-huh. and then the box opened too early, and the championship fell out. 
It was like a box of gimmicks match. Or yeah. Oh, another one was the Elimination Chamber from a few years back with Mark Henry, Dolph Ziggler. And I remember the, the actual window popped off of Mark Henry's cell too early. And like he was so confused. Didn't, uh, when in this year there was a botch where didn't Brock just throw Austin th- or through, through it or somebody, it got broke on accident and they had to improvise or something. Really? That happened again? Yeah. It, I remember. I thought Brock like threw Austin Theory through it or something like that. I don't remember. I remember that Hell in a Cell was so bad, or excuse me, that Elimination Chamber was so bad that like... Botchamania had an entire dedicated segment to it, and uh, they were showing that like the match got so out of control that the guys literally had to call a timeout and have a discussion in the middle of the ring. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was like all five guys just started talking. Like, they had to reboot it. Was that the one you were talking about before? Yeah, yeah. They had to reboot the match. Dolph Ziggler was like telling people, "All right, you go here, you go." So, uh, I mean, it's easier if there's two people. But when there's, like, all five or whatever dudes, you know, that's a little more difficult to communicate. So, yeah, very, very funny. The Reverse Battle Royale. I've always heard this mentioned. You know about this one? No. TNA got so smart and they got so big-brained, galaxy-brained, that they said, fuck it. Fuck a Battle Royale. Let's do a Reverse Battle Royale where instead of throwing people out of the ring, you have to get over the top rope into the ring. Okay, so they all fought on the outside? Yep, and then the first eight people that made it into the ring had a normal match. What? So they, they what, they, uh, wait. The first people, people eight people that got into the Over ring the top match. rope. So you had to get in the ring. and Yeah, and then when the, the eight people were in the ring, they had a normal match. Oh, I see. So, so the whole idea was you wanted to get in the ring. That's the whole idea. It's different, I guess. I could see somebody sitting at a table, oh, yeah, let's try it. Yeah, it didn't work. It, yeah, it didn't I, I, work. Yeah. I'm not surprised, um, but I could see someone thinking that's a unique idea. Yeah, it's one of those things you talk about it. Again, it's galaxy brain shit like, oh, this sounds genius. This is going to change everything. And then you actually do it, and you're like, we fucked up this time. Yeah, um, right. What were we thinking? How about, like, angles and stories? What, what did you think about Alexa Bliss, the fiend, Randy Orton? Stupid. Yeah. And, in fact, I think the fiend in general, I know you've defended him. I think he's a like bad wrestler. Itself, I think the gimmick is terrible. I, I think like the story. I, I I'm just. I don't even think the character was cool enough to get the like. Oh, it's he's not, not a as, great wrestler, but he's a good character. It wasn't as good as you know, uh, Waylon Mercy, Cape Fear, Bray Wyatt. That was the best iteration of him. Hawaiian shirt, white pants. That was that probably was the, best. the best and last iteration we'll see of Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and, and then it, it, it got a little too weird after that, but when he was the cult leader and he had you know, Luke Harper, yeah. and that was good, yeah. and uh, I thought that was one of the things that drew me back in was seeing that presentation. I think that peaked promo, before so. I got back in because you had those three versus the Shield, and you had like you stuff. had like John Cena versus Bray Wyatt, maybe at WrestleMania, and yeah, like I missed those. That's when it, it just, yeah, it, you know, when that character lost to Cena like that, that was kind of, you know, he did win the title a few times, 
but it's just, I don't know. Uh, nothing was better than when he had the, you know, the white pants. and the But, but there was some real bad stuff from there, too. I mean, you had The Fiend versus Randy Orton, WrestleMania. That was terrible, but that that was beyond that. The that freak show match. About. Yeah, they just, yeah, that was ter- all terrible. Uh, yeah, you had The Fiend versus Re- uh, The Undertaker at WrestleMania in, day- in daylight. Yeah. Not, Didn't yeah. time that one out yeah. properly. Nope. Up nope, in nope. Santa Clara. It was a West Coast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of gimmicks with The Fiend, especially, you know, it was kind of funny at first when he was doing his fun house. That was kind of funny, right? But Yeah, that was... That was but totally it re- really jumped the shark, hardcore, eventually, uh, with, the, with The Fiend stuff, the fireballs. Um, this is, was all, one of my all-time faves, Who Tried to Kill Roman Reigns. Did you ever get, see that story on SmackDown? Roman Reigns. Was it Roman Reigns? I think it was Roman Reigns. Who tried? So Roman Reigns is backstage, and like this whole like cart fell over. This big like. Oh yeah, I I remember that. Yeah, I was kind of in and out. I'm in and out. Probably a sort of part of my in and out thing where I just didn't. Was that when he was out with uh, something? I don't know if he was out. Was I think he was still part of the show, but uh, that just the way they tried to do it was so bad and it literally just stopped they just stopped they had this story that was going to last like two weeks they did like no they had a story that was going to last like a month they did like three weeks of it and then it just disappeared the story just did they got way too smart for it you know they tried to do way too much shit right i do remember it but i don't remember how it concluded i'll tell you it was horrible first of all they had a masked guy, right? And they were like, oh, who is the masked guy? And they pulled off his mask at the end of the show, and it was like a fake version of Eric Rowan. Oh, yeah. And wasn't that where Daniel Bryan was questioning him? And Yeah. Yeah. Some, some kind of animal in the bag? And then there was an animal, animal in the bag, and you didn't know what the animal was. And then guess what? They never mentioned it again. Right, right. The Daniel Bryan planet... Uh, saving champion was pretty cool though well that was good but again we're talking about bad wrestling too look we're talking about bad wrestling there are certain names like we will never bring up you know we're not talking about okada or daniel bryan even cesaro you know those guys i i would barely even bring up people that just are good at their job like someone like sheamus you know um right but right, right Okay, hey, if Vince decides he wants to put you into the storyline, for example, I thought another terrible one was the attempted movie tie-in between um, Austin Theory and Vince McMahon, and that only happened a few months ago. Like he was like trying to, oh, he had a golden egg. Oh God, dude. Yeah, like he he like gave. Oh right, he took a picture with it. And, yeah, and I, I and, and it was about. all a movie tie into the Rock. No, it movie. was the brass ring or something. Oh right, right. Oh right, my right. god, um, the zombie run in uh, at one of the matches. Did you see that one? Yeah, that was that was one of the points where I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, like I think I might be wasting. Was that the my Miz? Time. Yeah, the Miz. Was it Damian Priest? No, couldn't have been. He was in NXT. But yeah, and and then the zombies came in. Like, what the fuck? That, but you know that that is a whole other side of bad wrestling is terrible celebrity, and, and you know you you talk about David Arquette, right? Yeah. I mean, 
you know, it, it was pretty bad. Lately, the celebrity stuff's been getting a lot better, though. Would you agree with that? They've, they've, all the companies have done okay with celebrities choosing people that really want to wrestle. I mean, it's been better. It definitely. I mean, when I think of guys like Bad Bunny and uh, Jake Paul or Logan Paul, I still don't want them involved. Personally, really. You know, but uh, it's been bad. You don't want them involved. You you don't think they should even be on the... I, I you don't, don't think that uh, Jer- Jeremy... What? I'll give a guy like Bad Bunny all the credit in the world. Like for the way What's Arrow's, Arrow's name again? Uh, I should know. Stephen Amell. Um, so, I Stephen mean, Amell, you don't yeah. you don't think Stephen Amell had any right to and be I, there? I it's, it's nothing personal. No, no, they probably do have a right to be there. I just, I just don't have. It doesn't appeal to me to want to see. Does that make sense? Did you watch Stephen Amell versus Christopher Daniels at All In? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I'm not known, and even the the match she had with, uh, um, you know, Neville and and Goldust or Stardust mm-hmm. or whatever, the um, superhero it match wasn't bad. Yeah. No, no, it, it, it's just to me, like, sometimes I just, I don't like when celebrities get involved just as a premise. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that some of them don't work hard. Like, Bad Bunny was very impressive with the stuff he did and all stuff, but I just don't like seeing celebrities in it. That's no, a, I, 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 I stupid, kind of understand. It's a stupid phobia I have of it. I you guess, know, I, I understand like because, like, one of my things has always been voice acting. Like, instead of hiring professional right. voice actors they often just hire celebrity actors you know it's just so they can put the name in the credits but it's not everyone's like, robin uh, williams it, if the you know an nba game all of a sudden like you know you, you've seen those kind of well, like bad bunny got put in uh, halfway through the game well for example like yeah exactly or like you know you see those kind of you know uh tmz stories about how adam sandler's a good basketball yeah. player yeah and then all of a sudden he's playing for, you know, Nuggets. <laughs> Just one quarter. Like, I'm not saying that he's not a good basketball player or, like, maybe he didn't work hard enough to do it, but, like, I don't want to see him on the basketball court. I want to see the professionals out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it is. Well, one of... Nothing personal Adam Sandler, and he's actually probably a really good basketball player, but I still don't want to see him play in the NBA. Are you a good basketball player? Not anymore. Maybe when yeah, I was probably okay when I was in my twenties or whatever. Basketball is hard as shit, dude. It's very physical, <laughs> and one of the most tiring well, sports yeah. I've played. And I used to wrestle. Not as bad as wrestling, though. Wrestling is the hardest sport, in my opinion, in the world. Okay. Um, you know, real wrestling. So, okay, what else do I got written here? Amateur wrestling. Well, you could get paid to do it. Um, Billy and Chuck. Where? <laughs> you know, oh, it was that was funny. Yeah, just kind of lame. Didn't age well. Yeah, uh, the custody battle angle with uh, Eddie yep. and uh, yep. legendarily yeah. uh, bad angle with, with that actually <laughs> has results to this day. It has implications to this day because young, uh, you know, the little guy is wrestling right. now. Dominic. Yeah, and he's like six foot five, and it's hilarious. Yeah. And um, the invasion angle. You ever watch that? Go back on the network and watch the invasion angle. So bad. Such a great idea, too. That one is very disappointing because, like, the whole concept is actually pretty cool, but... No, the concept is fine, but they didn't have 
WCW didn't have the guys no. to pull they, it off. They got a bunch of, like, weird dudes from WCW, and it was just like, yeah, yeah it it, was, I don't know. It's it, just fucked up. It was like Shane Stasiak, Chuck Palumbo, and, like, it wasn't... It wasn't uh, Sting, you know, you Booker Nash T. Hall. Yeah. Kevin Nash, Goldberg. Ric Flair. Those are the guys who you wanted for that angle. Yeah, Ric Flair. Those are the guys that you needed for that angle, uh, not a bunch of guys from the power plant really did you see uh the viking raiders versus the street profits when they were playing games against each other and doing you know competitions terrible that was one of the worst things i've seen i remember at the time it's like can't we just see these guys have a really good wrestling match because that's yeah, it's like every week it's like let's see who's better it's like bro only one thing matters with with who is better than who. Fucking wrestling, dude. It don't matter if you guys are fucking doing the 100-yard the dash. And a lot of subtle racism there, too. Like, a lot of just weird shit uh, in that one. So, that, that was fucking terrible. That was actually bad enough to actually be uh, kind of funny. A lot like some of the 24-7 stuff. And some of the 24-7 stuff is actually funny. Honestly, no, it is. It's some of it's amusing. It's, it's just really what the hardcore title was. It's the modern version of the hardcore. Title. Yeah, but but uh, it's obviously PG now, right? Right. That's what I mean. Modern yeah. version. Um, but actually, you know, they have the same thing, and they've had the same thing in DDT for years, and that is much funnier, I think. I mean, the idea that the belt can win itself because it's folded over and it pinned itself. Uh, a ladder has won the belt before. I think an entire crowd won the belt once. Um, so see, that's one of those things where, like, if you're gonna do something like that, take it all the way. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree, man. Twenty-four-seven um, stuff. David Arquette, like I said, he became a champion. Kind of invalidated the whole title. Um, now that is one of those things where I'm like, at least nowadays they put a lot of the celebrities into you know, middle-of-the-line, like, mid-card roles. So this idea that some skinny dude from the movie Ready to Rumble was, like, winning the same belt that Ric Flair held, still shocking to this day. Yeah, they were really grasping for straws with that one, and I think they were just got desperate, and they were trying to get headlines, and uh, it ended up really doing a, a disservice to everybody involved to be honest including uh, mostly the viewers um and then yeah. uh, finally here we we love some really bad promos or fucked up promos where the promo goes sideways and they say the wrong thing i mean you have you ever heard of the, what was it seth rollins trying to say stack the deck that was one dick the stack stick stick the he couldn't say it properly that's always pretty funny that. yeah w- what are some you remember Sid. Um, what was the, the the Hogan stumbling over a bunch of lines? when he was repeatedly saying like I'm the right gay guy and I'm the gay something like and yeah. he just kept fucking up, kept fucking yeah. up, and Vince is staring at him like what? That's probably the most memorable. One. I, I mean. do love a good sexual innuendo on accident. You see those a lot, <laughs> so you're gonna have. Uh, oh, I'm, you, I'm gonna come for you. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. You or whatever. The other one was uh, uh, who said it? Maybe it was Hulk Hogan. But he's like, I'm gonna jerk you until you're breaking point. You know, yeah. dude. There's actually a whole compilation of them. Yeah, there and is. they there are is. so there funny, bro. You know, it's always. I I think the one where he said, oh, oh, there was oh, there was one girl. 
Okay. There was one girl, she was being interviewed by Mean Gene, and she okay. said something along the lines of, like, uh, you know, something along the lines of the person of me is going to have to, like, get on top of me and all over me, and Mean Gene just starts laughing his ass off, you know? He was the best. He so, uh... Th- those those were great. So, but but in conclusion of bad wrestling, look, wrestling—it's any other art form. There's good and there's bad, and sometimes that bad can transcend and be good. And we're still talking about the Shockmaster to this day. Right. Sometimes the bad can yeah. be tragic and sad when people get injured. Um, it's terrible. Um, and sometimes you know it can just be so bad that it is just ba- plain bad. You know. Or sometimes the bad seemed like it was good at the time. Yeah, or see, or that's a different one. It it went from good, and then times changed, and now it's like, why are we doing finishes where he threw him over the top rope, and that's the end of the match? Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. You th- you th- you think we covered it pretty good? Bad wrestling, man. It's really part of any wrestling fan's life. You've seen it, you know. We try to avoid yeah, it, and. There's a lot of different interpretations of it. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think we covered all the bases. There's it. people that watch New Japan and think that shit's terrible, you know? They think that's bad wrestling. But uh, What universe is that? You know, it's like Jim Cornette and stuff like that, you know, those people. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to look at all these people with names I can't even pronounce doing their thing, man. Um, I, I have heard him acknowledge that Okada has the best dropkick ever, so. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Mr. Cornette. Um, <laughs> so yeah, maybe uh, later we'll talk about bad wrestling podcasts of which there are, uh, quite a bit, but it'd be weird to put our own podcast on that list. So, okay. Um, yeah. okay. You probably have to. Oh no, we're, we're good, dude. We are good, brother. We're killing it. By the way, did you see the video of the little kid promoing on Hulk Hogan and just destroying him? No. Oh God! I'll have to send it to you after. Okay. After, but uh, Hogan is doing um, a signing at like a beach shop or something, and this little kid goes, "Let me tell you something, brother." And then Hulk Hogan interrupts, like, "No, let me tell you something." You know what I mean? And then the kid just cuts this promo that's actually like really good. He's like, "You and the Hulkster," and it got me thinking, "What the fuck, little kid nowadays is a Hulk Hogan fan?" Yeah, really bad parenting there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, my kid, he was an Okada fan, dude. So, I mean, I, you got to get him while they're young, you know what I mean? He he loved Okada. He hated Goto. That was uh, my kid at the time. Um, so, let's, uh, let's move on. Let's shift gears, as the kids say. We already talked about... Kota Ibushi and his injury. I don't want to spend too much time talking about this, Justin, because everyone's talked about it. But in my opinion, Kota Ibushi is trying to get out of New Japan. Yeah, I guess the most we got out of it is it's not just Gato that makes the calls there, I guess, right? Well, of course not. It's a big company, right? Like, it's got... Yeah, it's got uh, Ghetto, though, is kind of, I think, maybe a type of Vince McMahon guy. And that's something we learned, too, in, in the text is, from what I could read, he actually did say, like, hey, I talked to Ghetto, and he's cool with it, you know? So it kind of showed us that Ghetto is the boss, you know? But obviously there's people uh... above that. Well, I mean, I know the Super J cast was talking about how they kind of knew this, that there is Gato is like definitely a big influence there, but there is a 
one guy that kind of does all the big picture stuff. Well, I mean, there's a president of the whole company, and everything stops at him, I'm sure. So there, there is, like, yeah, but they're the ones that say, we're going to eventually, Kenny Omega is going to be the champ next year, and then Gato puts it all together to figure it out. I imagine they I have a committee, right? They all talk. There's a committee. Apparently, there is somebody that is kind of the, you know, the main big picture guy, and it's not Ghetto, but Ghetto's still very influential. That's what the allegedly My guess is Ghetto is the one but, who communicates to all the wrestlers. But, um... I think we've all kind of considered Kota Ibushi to be kind of a strange kind of person. Oh, yeah. Over the years. And even my wife said, I look at his Twitter and, like, it's a bunch of nonsense what he says, right? Really? And this is, by the way, people, his uh, wife does speak Japanese. Right? Oh, she says she doesn't understand the concept, the context of anything he's yeah, talking but she about. D- it's just she very. She doesn't know the situation either. Right, no, but I mean, in general, just the random stuff he tweets, just in general. Mm. Not just about this. Well, we've always heard that he's a, a kind of a himbo. He's a weird guy socially. We've heard that, and he's done some weird stuff in the past. I mean, he's kind of jumped around companies in the past. Um, he's dealt uh, with injuries. Yeah. So um, here's what my thought is, though, is, okay, he's trying to get out of New Japan. He has to know that doing something like this is kind of unacceptable even though the guy did fuck him over by threatening his career so well here's i mean wasn't it like allegedly i heard that i thought at first it was well they were trying to rush him back and he didn't like that and then they thought he was milking his injury or he just like you know they were paying him and he wasn't doing anything and they felt like they could get you know that kind of thing but apparently he was healthy. They wanted him for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm not ready. But then he was ready for the New Japan Cup, and that's why he got put on, uh, on you know, the, bracket. the bracket or whatever. But then this guy who we're talking about as being... And his name is Kikuchi. Kikuchi. Big picture guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically said, take him off. Well, and look, he look, he's because he thought he someone was threatened to come back. his career. Kikuchi threatened his career. He said he threatened to to cut him if he, you know, and that's what why he started posting shit on Twitter. He called the guy out and he said, you know, this dude, he's he literally said about the guy, he's like, I'll never talk to you again. You're a piece of shit. You threatened my career, right. you know, and he's like, fine, cut me. And right? it was that's because he went saying. to a just tap out show. So he went to a, a, a kind of different wrestling show, and you know, so he calls Ghetto, and Ghetto's like, "I'm okay with that. That's not a big deal." And yet, the other dude is threatening his career for going to that Just Tap Out show. So it's like, yeah. But they'll let uh, you know El Desperado have a death match a week before the best of the Super Junior. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all politics, right? But I mean. Oh, God, it's really hard to see how he could keep wrestling. This is a one of the biggest scandals in New Japan we've had in a really long time, probably since Kenny Omega was making those ridiculous claims that they stopped him at the airport and shit. But, uh, I mean, and the thing about Japan... That blew over, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it all blew over. Now he works with them again, in a way. But the thing with Japan is, like, yeah. scandals like this are pretty serious shit, dude. Um, so, yeah. and, and there's a bigger issue here. He can't go and work for AEW, bro. That's not possible. 
Why because not? AEW is best friends with New Japan, and New Japan will not but like honestly, that. But honestly, I don't... But at the same time, I don't think he really has any interest in going to AEW. He might be working in Just Tap Out. Or he just might go to, like, Noah or, you know... Maybe DDT. DDT, yeah. I think DDT would accept him, but... But I, I also heard that he is, like, kind of... doesn't really need money or anything. I'm sure, right? But he does and like plus wrestling. the guy's 40 dude. years old. He's 40 years old as well, so it's not like, you know... And his body's been, you know, he's gotten hurt a lot. So my, my guess was, this was my total, like, random guess that's not supported by any facts or evidence, but my guess is partly that he's seen what Kenny is doing, and he's, like, realizing his body is just as fucked up. <laughs> and he probably is like, dude, I need time, man. I need, like, substantial time. There's some truth to that. Like, you can see that the way that Kenny is just, like, you know, being treated, and, like, he probably talks to Kenny still, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, yeah, they're just letting me take all the time I need and, you know, helping me get all the surgeries I need to get. And he probably like, hey, why can't I get that? You yeah, know, Bushi you didn't know, even get surgery. That. Did you know that? Yeah. Um, yeah, Bushi. Bushi yeah, his shoulder. His shoulder. And it's like, yeah. you know, in Japan, the mindset is you work. You work, dude. Like, you might feel like shit, but you work. And uh, maybe he's... Or if you, if you don't, you wait till, you know, like Naito is going to get his eye surgery when it's the best of the super junior you remember when uh uh when fucking tanahashi like fucked up tore his bicep and like he didn't get surgery and just started wrestling again within within like the next few months i was like my god dude like that's what they expect in a way it's sad it shouldn't be that way but those are expectations especially on these you know yeah, I guess they're they're a little behind in that, uh, you know, mindset to the rest of the world. Yeah. In America, if you get injured and for a major company, you immediately get surgery like the next day. You know what I mean? And then they yeah, put sure. you on the shelf for five, six months. And but in Japan, it's like, nah, don't get the surgery. You'll just heal, and then you know, you, you won't don't have to recover from the surgery. You can just try to. It's crazy. I could only imagine with what I went through with my knee, which isn't that big of an injury, right? Like, it's still hurting weeks later, dude. Now, imagine, you know, uh, we've talked about how much they go through, but my God, it's a crazy situation, and it's sad because we both like Kota Bushi quite a bit. Oh, yeah, sure. Definitely. And I think we want the best for all the parties involved. So, yeah, very uh, sad situation. Let's hope that the best can come out of it that will make all the sides happy. Moving on, something that makes me happy is the best of the Super Juniors. Yeah, that's going to be pretty awesome this weekend. And you have Capital Corps. Why don't you give people a quick quick and dirty intro of why this is an important uh, best of the Super Juniors? I mean, really, all you have to do is look at the lineup, right? I mean... Look at the blocks and who they're letting into the who's in the country now. You want to list I the mean, lineup for people real quick? Yeah, I gotta find it. Uh, I don't think I memorized it off the top of my head, but I will. Probably, you up. probably could, but it would take you a few minutes to. Yeah, it was a little sad that Gresham couldn't get into it. I missed him, and although he's become a heavy little guy, but uh, he was real Seems good. Like and... He's got his own thing going. Oh, too. that's true. He's champion, isn't he? It, he, doesn't he have his own company? Oh, I didn't know about too? all that. Is but he's Ring of Honor champion too. Yeah. Well, so, so yeah. 
So is Yuta. Well, he's a pure champion. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in the block A, you have Ace Austin. I don't know a lot about Ace Austin, but he is X Division uh, champion. Yeah. So he's an impact guy. Um, you got Alex Zane. Is that another impact? Uh, guy? No, Alex Zane was I, an NXT guy, he's, and he um, re- wrestled a lot of New Japan Strong. Right, right. What was his his name in uh, Oh God, NXT? I don't remember. Tyler Rust. Okay. I don't. No, that's not that's that a different guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a SoCal guy. Um, Clark Connors, which is awesome to see him oh, back. Oh yeah. Uh, back from it, you know, this is his official back from excursion, right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Kind of debut oh, in yeah. Japan. Um. And then you have, uh, you know, Francesco Akira, yeah, oh yeah. who is the best wrestler we've never really, I've never really seen you, him. You've never seen him, he's, he's great, great, yeah, and he has been for years, and he's incredibly young. He he is, 22. I am so excited. Uh, this, this kid is so good, he's been in Japan, you know, he's a Japanese wrestler at this point, and uh, I think he's going to be great, and now he's kind of get. he's always been a smiley baby face, and now they're giving him some attitude, you know? Yeah, and then you got Hiromu Takahashi. No, nothing needs to be said about him. Um, Taguchi will have a good tournament. He Taguchi does. is just... Um, I feel like Taguchi, right? He's always good, but I lately, I just, I've just i been even more entertained. You know, you got to love that this is a dude that always does the same shit, but at the same time fl- does different stuff all the time. Yeah, he's kind of, kind of the... You know, he's a little better, better wrestler than people give Definitely. him credit for. Um, and then you got Shonyo, which is okay. Um, you got Ishimori and Kanemaru, who looks 20 years younger without a mustache. Yeah, I didn't even notice that he didn't have a mustache. Yeah. Um, Both great wrestlers. I want to say, I'm noticing they're in Block B, we have a lot of masks. I felt like, and a lot I of think elves. I said that Block B is a lot more of the high flying, where Block A is a little bit different. But it does have some high well, it's flyers. It's pretty mixed up. It's pretty mixed up because I let's see here. So, Ace Austin is he a high yeah. flyer? I don't yeah, know yeah, enough yeah. about him. Is Alex Zane? Uh, a little not bit, really, right? Not as much. Clark Connors, not at it. all. Um, Akira is. Akira is. Yeah. Uh, Hiromu is. I would not call him necessarily a high flyer. He does have some jumping. But moves, usually, though. yeah. Taguchi's no. not. Uh, show used to be showing you showing you are not really was Ishimori's not really no uh yo was he's a little bit more Kanemaru yeah so then you have Bushi I guess he's kind of a high flyer but not really Bushi again Bushi is always the Bushi is always the worst wrestler in all these tournaments and I would have liked to see someone else besides Bushi he's okay uh He's not quite on the outside there. I would have, yeah. Um, I would have liked to see. Well, anyway. Anyway, a lot of masks, a lot of L's in uh, Block B. Because you got okay. Bushi, Doki, El Doki. Desperado, El Lindemann, El Fantasmo. El Desperado. But a lot of people are excited. El Lindemann and El Fantasmo. Okay. The three so L's. Your L's, but um, I, a lot of people are excited about... L. Lindemann. Oh, right? de- definitely. L. Lindemann is very charismatic, actually, and he's very funny, and he can talk and just go, and he can wrestle, and this is really exciting. It's probably the biggest tournament he's ever been in. 
Yeah, and you know, El Fantasma was a guy who's probably ready to either become a heavyweight or do something a little different. So mm-hmm. you know, there's that. Master Wado is there. Um, Master Wado, what do you have to say about him? He's there. <laughs> yeah, he's there. Uh, Robbie Eagles, another oh, guy, yeah, that definitely high could, flyer, could win this. He's a high, he's a high flyer, and somebody that might even True. win. Uh, TJP, who you know, awesome. Is a, Awesome wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. In his first um, best of the super junior, I believe. I was I thought I could have sworn he was He might have been cuz he's been wrestling for a really long time. Maybe I remember him being on some tours, but I guess it wasn't best of the super junior. Well, uh, in the last few years he was on some tours in Japan, right? Yeah. I mean, not in not in Japan. Um no, no, he was in the last couple years, like nineteen, eighteen. He was in two thousand eighteen. Oh, two thousand nineteen. Uh, not yeah, that I remember, but it's it's. I remember him being on some tours. Like I don't remember. No, he was because he was on like Hontai and stuff. Okay, he was teaming with Liger and stuff like that. Okay, and also TJP was in Best of Super Juniors in two thousand eleven. Um, uh-huh. I thought. Oh, I thought they said it was his first. Oh, 2011, Best of the Super Juniors, TJP. So, uh, yeah. Um, who else? And Teton. Teton, he's good. He's been in there before, and he has good matches. And I think they, they wanted to get the Dorado in there, but they were having some issues. With oh, them. that sucks. Wow. Yeah. So. Mascara Dorado then, also in the 2011 um, Best of the Super Juniors. And uh, Wheeler Yuta, which will be very, very cool. exciting. Wheeler Yuta coming off a lot of a big push in New Japan or in AEW. See, so I'm really interested to see what they do with him in this tournament. Yeah, he's probably going to lose a shitload of matches, dude. But he's going to have to come out looking somewhere. I bet you he's one of those guys who could win his first five matches and then lose. You know, what or I mean? he could do the thing I mean, where he kind of sucks, but then like in the end, he like like gets some wins against but, big guys. But Look what they're doing with him in in AEW with like being with Danielson and Moxley. Like, is he just gonna come back and get his ass kicked because he didn't do well in the tournament? I'm hoping that's really not cool to see what they do with that storyline. I think he needs to come out looking a little bit strong out of this. I right? no, not necessarily because he's still considered like a young guy. I mean, to me, like I said, he's the only AEW guy on this thing, right? Yeah, and he is a champion too. But I mean, uh, in my eyes, Yuta, like he's the dude that gets a couple of big wins, maybe a surprise win or something, and then he's gonna lose a lot. Um, but you know, and then he comes back to AEW, and they'll be like, "Just got back from his tour of Japan, you know, just competed in the Best of Super Juniors." They don't have to be like, "Oh, we got back and he won everything." I think just him going to Japan, and, and you, I, 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 he probably has four or five wins in him. I think when I'm looking at the okay. bracket, he should be yeah. Bushi. He should beat Doki, he should beat yeah, Watto, and he should maybe beat DTJP. I don't know if I'd have him beat TJP or Doki. I don't know. Uh, even though Doki is very low in the pecking order, um, and Doki yeah. uh, also... But Doki's actually like also actually very good, so... Uh, so not... No, he is, but... I'm not saying, yeah, but we're talking. But about yeah, no, I know, I know. But it's like, would I? But I would. I don't think you can have Doki somebody who's at the bottom of Suzuki Goon to lose to a guy in the AEW like that. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm whatever it is. Yeah. Tony's okay with it, right? So I mean, 
We'll, we'll see, yeah. man. But uh, what it does is this is going to be awesome, obviously, but it really makes you wonder what they got up their sleeve for the G1. Oh, God. Well, if if crowds can cheer, because a lot of wrestlers won't do it unless they can crowds can cheer. And that's what Brian da- Daniel Brian, Brian Danielson has said and some others. So, But uh, allegedly... Uh, they were going to start letting tourists in Japan in, in June. So. Dude, they're so late on this. We've talked about it inside, but they just need to let people start cheering now. It's just, it was like ridiculous like four months ago. And it's like still, it's almost to the point where I think they forgot. I think New Japan forgot that they made that rule. I heard that. Th- were you telling me that there's other places and other events that are cheering? Yeah, because it's not a government thing, dude. It's New Japan saying don't cheer. They'll shake it off. Or the fans will just start doing. They it. already they are. Already yeah, are. I've heard people. I've actually heard some people yell. But I mean, for big spots, everyone goes, "Oh, you know." So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, at, at like UFC or excuse me, Ryzen and stuff. No, they just cheer. It's back to normal, dude. It's only in like wrestling yeah. for some reason that. Well, they might even do it for this. Who knows? That'd be sick. Oh, that'd be sick if they were like, they came out right during the finals and they're all like. You are now allowed cheer. to cheer. And then none of the fans would cheer because they're not used to it. So I'm sure it'll take some time to readjust, you know. Maybe not. Maybe it'll just uh, happen. But, no, this uh, this tournament sounds great. Definitely the most excited I've been for a New Japan tournament in a good little while here. Um, just the mix is we're back to normal. There's no young boys in the tournament, you know. Um, no, it's just all the way Clark through. Connors had an incredible promo at the uh, press conference. You know, very honest really about, you know, I'm finally coming back. Spoke, a little Spoke some Japanese. Yeah, that was really nice, too. Um, so Has an axe to grind because he's not a main eventing or semi-main eventing. Yeah. Nights. And, and like God, I can only imagine uh, his homeboys are watching him, you know, going, I can't wait till it's my turn. Especially right. Carl Fredericks, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very just really exciting. The matchups. Maybe we'll do a little more in depth and uh, talk about the actual matchups and do our prediction show yeah. or maybe something. I don't know, guys. We'll see. Um, that could be fun. Well, it starts this weekend. Oh, it so. starts this. Okay, not tonight, right? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, it's tomorrow night. Saturday tomorrow night, night, night it starts. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, there's been a lot of stardom. We haven't covered it. We haven't watched it. I kind of want to go back and watch some of that stuff. Um, I heard it was pretty damn good. Uh, we haven't talked about Dontaku. Justin and I both thought the show was great. Awesome, awesome show. Um, lots of angles. Here? Well booked. Well well put together, dude. I, I always try to tell New Japan this. It's like, dude, do not give me fucking five tag matches on a big show i don't want that like i want title matches and angles and uh looks like that's what they're doing so man maybe this the whole pandemic thing has taught them the book that way yeah i mean dude we got some good shit coming up we got god we got double or nothing coming up in a few weeks Jeez, it's just yeah, it's all here. Now. Yeah, and and I got a lot of people going to W Double or Nothing. I've got people going to, Di- you're not going to Dynamite, right? Not as of now, but I okay. I I would recommend it. It's very fun. 
um, at the sure. LA. How far is the Coliseum from you? The Coliseum? I don't think it's at the Coliseum. The Forum. The I get it mixed up. Oh, the Forum's by the airport. It's not that far. It's just that it's in the middle of the week. It is a Wednesday. I'd have to take the day off to go because, you know, it would be like a 2 o'clock thing. So it's just Oh, I forget it's so there. early over there. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically would have to take the day off. Yeah, dude. When I went to AEW, we like left right after I got off work at like three thirty. By the time we got there, like people are already wrestling for dark, you know. Right. And right. Uh, so, well, we'll see what happens if Justin goes. We'll get a uh, feed on the ground report. I have my sister and my brother in law are going to all the events in California and. One of the events in Double or Nothing. So I'll have pictures and I'll get a first-hand report of, you know, who was booing and who was cheering the loudest and all that stuff. So, um, yeah. What what else do we got going on in the future, Justin? You got your website. You got yeah, t-shirts. That's right. that's right. I got your shipped out, actually. Awesome. Yeah. Justin got me an awesome Eddie Kingston t-shirt. Very excited with Kawada Yellow, right? Yes, Very excited right. to rep that for the uh, wrestling and and for in-ring art. We're, st we're starting a movement here, people. We really want you to be part of it, too. We're yeah, because we're trying to make our wrestling and in offices. So we, we, yes. we need... Full-time. Yeah, power. we need... Basically, what I'm saying is send us money. So, yeah. Besides that, we've covered it all, Justin. Bad wrestling, good wrestling, and everything in between. So, are you ready to get out of here? I am, man. My allergies are killing me. If you have ah, you've been doing pretty good with it, man. Um, I, uh, um, I haven't heard a sneeze or anything. So, I know I've tried. Good job. Best. Well, people, thank you so much. We will talk to you guys uh, later.